When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Here, guys, is a totally unscientific, not researched gut reaction to this weekend. It's the best weekend of football I've ever seen. Prisoner of the moment, say whatever you want, but... uh, like, I would say, where does it rank? But then I'd have to go back through every weekend. Oh, like, you know, I'm just saying, like, right now, Key J, I can't remember a better weekend of games. And it built and built and built. One was better than the next until the best one last night. Last night might have been the best quarterback matchup I've ever seen. Down the see, so Key. we had three former MVPs this weekend, right? We had mm-hmm. Brady. Patrick, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Those were the three. That so you had that. Then you had two young guns in Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, and then you had a guy who many people kind of just like let's see who you are and what you can do in Matthew Stafford. That was that might be the biggest the storylines about all their careers and stuff. We're talking about people asking Brady is his last game. Rodgers, are you going to still play? And in Green Bay, we're asking all these questions. Mahomes and 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 uh, Allen is that the best quarterback matchup ever? And and what about the overtime rules? Where Joe Burrow, oh my God, just upset the number one seed. He's going to the AFC Championship. All this stuff. The biggest story might be Stafford. I don't know, man. I, after watching Tom Brady lead his team back for the charge and then watching Aaron Rodgers really not deliver in the playoffs again, like I don't want to hear their that's two Mike names. McCarthy's I don't want to hear I don't want to hear their two names mentioned together. That, See, that's that's probably the said. biggest story for me coming out of the weekend. Key what like, G, no Jay just said. Those names mentioned together. What Jay just said, I'm can't. guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. Number why well, Rodgers better if he only he was in a better situation. I'm done with that. I'm done. You're not going to hear that from me anymore. No, done. Because some how Brady, and this is why Stafford was so big. And we, I got want to get to the game last night, but when Brady is on the other sideline, those dudes get tight. They can't snap the ball. They can't hold on to it. The running back fumbles. Like both teams are aware that that dude is on that team. Mm. For Stafford, under those circumstances, total collapse by the Rams. Brady comes storming back. Of course, the Bucks are going to win. Of course, for Stafford Key to make that throw in that moment. That was I'm, – I'm with you, Jay. It was huge for Stafford, and I'm done comparing Rodgers to Brady. Yeah, Stafford clearly uh, needed better players around him. It was very evident based on last, yesterday, not last night, but based on yesterday, just watching him not flinch. And the pressure came in his face at the end of the game. I, you know, it was a great throw, but imagine having to make the catch, though. <laughs> Dad, Wait, I want to get to that well, later. All the people to catch the ball, Cooper. Wait, oh. Look at Key's face though when he's when that ball is in the air. I've seen too many guys let it go through the bread basket in that situation. When the lights are bright, no, it's just man. That thing is that hanging moment. up there, man. Yeah, 
You know, too I'm much like, time to think about what could go God. wrong, huh? And he's great, and I know, you know, he's great and everything, and he could possibly win a, a postseason award as offensive player of the year. But just imagine, though, if that thing is hanging up there, you run it. Oh my goodness! The fate of the universe on the line, boy. You better catch it, or the Earth's going to explode. Okay, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Because guys, Joe Burrow and the Titans seem so long ago now. Even Stafford and the Bucks, which how could it Rodgers and Garoppolo? Because of what we just witnessed last night. That was insane. I mean, so I said it's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is Patrick Mahomes, who, I mean, they were going back and forth. They scored. They're going to win, right? And I'm looking at the clock going, there's over a minute left. Patrick, you left too much time for Josh Allen. Sure enough, Josh Allen goes storming back, and he and the coaches, their emotions, it's like they think the game is over. I'm looking at the clock going, it's just 13 seconds. It's Patrick Mahomes. Here is Patrick Mahomes on the winning pass. It worked out well for us this time, but uh, it's it, it sometimes it, it, whenever you got two teams going back like and oh. forth like you're going, kind of stinks that you don't get to see the other guy go. But uh, I'll take the win this time. Obviously, it hurt me last time. Um, and uh, you, all you can do is play the rules the way that the rules are rules are explained, and that's what we did today. So straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. He's talking about the fact that the overtime rules, uh. it's sudden death if there's a touchdown, and how in the AFC Championship game four years ago, his first one, his first, full, his first year as a starter – Tom Brady threw an interception. Game over. Chiefs going to the AFC Championship game. Oh, wait. Pre-snap penalty. Give Brady the ball back. Mahomes never touched it again. So this time he's saying, yeah, I know Josh Allen didn't get to touch it. It happened to me last time. Them's the breaks. Not my fault. That's the, it, you know, that's the way the ball bounces. You don't get an opportunity. You should have won in overtime. I mean, regulation. Get it done in regulation has nothing to do. There's Max Kellerman. Uh, uh, you had a oh, look at that. Max. The tweet from me. Yes, that is a tweet from what you. What a timely just, tweet that was. I don't, I don't uh, jump into this whole conversation about spilt milk, Key. Like, I'm not, I'm not one of these guys, change the rule. Yo, the rule is the way the rule is. Get a stop on defense. Don't allow them the opportunity. This is not a participation trophy. Hmm. Like, this is what the rules are. Go out and win the game within the confinement of the yeah, rules. But that's not, I don't even know why people are what did we what did people want? More of the great game last night? Like yeah. why are you even having this conversation? I think there's something that feels unfair. You don't feel this way. You didn't feel this way in regular the regular season when it happened. People wasn't going nuts about the other quarterback didn't get an opportunity. They didn't get an opportunity. It's not it's not up to Patrick Mahomes to stop himself to give Josh Allen an opportunity. It's up to the Buffalo Bills and Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott to stop Patrick Mahomes to Mm -hmm. give your quarterback an opportunity. You know what I think you guys are identifying? The fact that because there's too much story to tell in an NFL game, too many different players, positions, coaches, the story boils down to, for TV and for the fans, quarterback coach. So it feels to fans like this isn't fair because the other quarterback didn't get Not to touch fault. the ball again. Man. But it's a whole team. Got, look, and, and so like, yeah, but the other team did, did get to play defense. You know what occurred to me about this game heading in, guys, what it felt like to me? I said it last week. It's like a champion. The Chiefs were like a champion who needed to defend their title against the number one contender who's coming, young, hungry, the whole thing. And what we'd seen from the champs so far wouldn't be enough. That the rivalry was going to have to elevate his game if he wanted to beat the number one contender. Keith, that's what I saw. I saw the Chiefs play their best game of the year, 
or else if they anything less, they lose this that game. This is going to always be a problem for Buffalo um, playing against the Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to always be a problem. Indianapolis coach, New England Patriots, Peyton Manning versus Brady, uh, coach Tony Dungy versus Bill Belichick. It took such due time that they get over the hump. And it may take two or three years. It may take Andy Reid getting tired of coaching. It may take Eric Bieniemy finally getting an opportunity to be a head coach when thing, or, or, or the Kansas City Chiefs finally getting rid of their defensive coordinator in, in uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Spagnola. It, it may take that for Buffalo to finally eclipse Kansas City because these two guys are going to be around. One's, I believe one's like 25 and the other's like 26 or 24 and 25. They're both right next to each other as far as age goes. It's Brady Manning. Brady Manning coats uh, New England. That's what we're seeing. Just really quick, guys. It it is like that key, but it almost feels like when I watch Patrick Mahomes, it's like I'm watching Tiger Woods. And when I watch Josh Allen, it's still so damn special, but it's like I'm watching Phil Mickelson right now. I'm like, there's just, they're both crazy special. They both can do incredible things, but it just seems like Patrick Mahomes has that little extra magic. Patrick Mahomes has magic. That little extra magic. Like Josh Allen now had magic. He had magic last night. But Josh Allen is like the bionic man or something, or, or he's like... He's like Batman. He is or Captain America. He's maxed out the human potential, yeah. right? And 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 Mahomes is like a, a, like actual has superpowers. It's something crazy. Uh, we got to get into. We got to get. I mean, straight talk wireless. I mentioned no contract, no contract, no compromise. We're gonna have more on this conversation at six thirty. Here's the question: If you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment. Would you catch it or just let it slip away? We'll get to how that was coming up. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. With four seconds on the clock, we'll attempt a 30-yard field goal from the left half. Hits it with the right foot. Kick on its way. It is through. It is good. Matt Gay brings it home. Los Angeles will host the NFC Championship game next Sunday at SoFi Stadium. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, there were so, like... 
why do why do millions of people watch sports? Tens of millions of people. It's is it just the level of athlete they're playing? You know, no. There's context to it. There are stories. People want to know who are the characters. What's it? What's at stake? How big are the obstacles? How great is the glory on the other side of that obstacle? Right? You got to tell the story. This whole weekend had so many storylines, but I don't know if any storyline for me, even coming into this season, was bigger than Stafford and what this means. Because the Rams pushed all their chips to the middle of the table, said, "To hell with the future. We're trying to win the Super Bowl now." And this dude had never won playoff game but he was like leading the league in fourth quarter comeback since his career started people were hating oh, well people didn't know they want to see the evidence I is it because of you hating. that you were losing or is it because of you that you were even yeah. getting to the playoffs I, in the first I place i call it hating jay i just call it someone's observation of what we've seen when you own three in the playoffs and your team isn't playing in a regular season at a level you're supposed to be this guy. People going, you know, they going to yeah, look at it. I, I hear, but it just feels like an easy narrative, though. You know yeah, what I mean? It's an easy one to easy. put together. Like, oh well, it's he easy. didn't get it done. That's he didn't lead his fruit, team. Man. And that's low hanging fruit. You know how low hanging yeah. fruit? They're gonna grab that immediately. He's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> eat that up. Well, here's the thing. You That'll know, give us about six years of runway, <laughs> no doubt. But what you guys are saying, like, even as athletes, this is something that you actually have in common with the analytics crowd. Because the analytics crowd will say stuff like, just because this event occurred doesn't mean if you were to run that back a thousand times, it would occur that way every time. But the rest of the – and athletes agree, like, yeah, that happened this time, but if you could play that again, it might not. But, but to the fans, and the reality is, that's – we only got one – like, we're going these – are, these are events that will go down in the record. This is what happened. You don't get to play it back. So whatever happened, happened. And if Stafford would have choked or Stafford wouldn't have shown up, hey, that's what happened, brother. Maybe if you had another bite at the apple, would you? But that, so the fact how about that if he dropped just, a 70 how about yard if bomb. Just, how about if he'd have just lost the game? But here's what, I've all, here's what I always say, though. Whether it's Patrick Mahomes, whether it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, any of them, when you look at Matthew Stafford yesterday, what is it that he did that he hadn't been doing over the last several weeks? He did not turn the football over. 100%. And yep. when you don't turn the football over, your team has a better chance of winning. The Patrick most- Mahomes did not turn the football over yesterday, even though it was a shootout. He did not turn the football over. His team had a better chance to win. But it showed me that Matthew Stafford actually likes the big moment. Like, I, I think that was a major takeaway because, yeah, he had turnovers throughout the regular season, but this was like the first – Massive moment that we've seen Matthew Stafford in, and he delivered a bomb. A bomb. And this was the reason why Sean McVay didn't want Jared Goff but on the team. 100%. Well, no, that's some other reason. Stafford has more no, kick, though. Saying, For that easy. moment, that's when, why you brought him there. When what you is, look at him throwing the ball back versus yeah, yeah. him throwing the ball, he, spin it. he wasn't going to hit Cooper Cup at the end. That wasn't exactly. Jared Goff at all. Exactly. So, so, Key, this is something that you talk about. In the playoffs, and in a way, all those turnovers toward the end of the season, probably the best thing that happened for Stafford and the Rams because it was a reminder heading into the playoffs, that don't work. The way to do it in the playoffs is what Key always says, cool, calm, and collected, safe and sound with the football, and two, three times a game, you're gonna, you better make a play, right? Yeah. He'd been waiting for this opportunity, Stafford, to be the best player on the field. Against the best teams, right? Not just fourth quarter comebacks in the regular season because your team is no good. You got to bring them back. <laughs> After Brady tied that, that game, that guys, I'm I'm watching the Me game going. Fournette. Listen, I knew 
that Brady was going to come back and tie that game when it started getting shaky. And then I knew that he was going to win the game, of course, right? For Stafford to throw that pass to Cooper Cup after what Brady and them did, after they messed up and everything, turned the ball over, you have a fumble, you can't snap the ball, you can't hold on to it, and Brady, of course, takes advantage. It's fourth and inches. Oh, no, it's first down. And even if it wasn't, they were going to throw a touchdown anyway. That 44-yard pass to, to Cooper Cup, the Bucks zero blitz, and Stafford got up and spiked it with six seconds left. Matt Gay nails the 30-yard field goal. Here is Matt Stafford on what was going through his head after spiking the ball. I don't, I don't know what I said, to be honest with you, and I'm glad they didn't flag me for spiking it a little bit there. Um, all the guys on the sideline were like, man, you were in a dark place. And uh, I said, sometimes you got to go to those places, you know, and uh, to make some plays happen. So I was, uh, man, I was enjoying the moment. You know, uh, in my mind, um, I live for those kind of moments. You know, I, I would have loved to have been taking a knee up three scores. Um, but uh, it's a whole lot more fun when you got to make a play like that to win the game and, and uh, just steal somebody's soul. You know, that's what it feels like sometimes where they're sitting there going, man, we just had this great comeback. And uh, you get to reach in there and, and take it from them. That's, uh, that's a whole lot of fun. My Who man soul? just said he, he stole Tom, Tom Brady's Brady soul. I didn't hear him say Tom Brady. He didn't need to say Tom Brady's name. About? You know who the hell he's talking about. And I, I by, the, by the way, I cannot do this with y'all. No, Jay. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm not, that's, wait, first of all, this is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. Like this is why we play these sports. We're competitive. This is. I'm hearing a competitive side of Stafford talk about all this momentum in this massive moment where everybody in the damn world expects Tom Brady to do what Tom Brady has always done to steal that soul. That's why I'm here. I love that. I mean, if Tom Brady retires after that, <laughs> Stafford wouldn't be wrong even. So you think? So you telling me now, Matthew Stafford is the reason Tom Brady retired? That's what I'm. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not jumping in on that. I would say the last thing that happens that tips something. <laughs> I'm not. No. I'm look, not the point in is, look, Tom Brady's 150 years old. Yeah, and, it's, and, about, and, yeah it's about the time, though, for me. You think he should go? Yeah. What? Yeah, it's about the time. Why? Why am I playing? I don't need. I don't need to play anymore. I'm good. I'm good. Because that's Tom Brady, and you never get to play again. This is it. Yeah, but but he's 44. He'll be 45. You know. You don't go. And the chances of him winning another one. You could make the case that the last you know, play. Yeah. Put it this way: What Brady just Probably showed got them, his last one. He's going to be on a competent – if you put Brady on a competent team, and by the way, he's always going to be on a competent team, right? Yeah. They're not going to be bums. Brady's so dangerous. He's so live. He threatens it every – he came yeah, this no, close no, to winning no, this no, game. No, no, no. You guys, think how Tom Brady thinks. It's like, you had to think this way all the time. For me, when people are like, oh, what's your, what are your moments, favorite moments from college? I'm like, oh, damn. When we lost to two teams – my freshman, my junior year, that went on to win a national championship. Like, Tom isn't going to think about, oh, my last play, we scored a touchdown with Leonard Fournette. It's going to be more so like, damn, imagine if I just had a weapon or two more. Like, yeah, what but it, it, wear, it wears on you, though. Okay. And a guy like Tom Brady's been doing it for so long. He could still play at a high level. But what else is there to accomplish outside of trying to get to another one? Like, at some point, you've got to be like, and if you're going like to come up short, this. if you're going to come up short in a title defense, that's how you do it. San- you go out like you're not going to win every game, but boy, you made it so San tough. San Francisco, 
Arizona, the Rams, what happens with Sean Payton in New Orleans. I mean, teams are going to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, teams in the AFC, we looked at that last night with Kansas City and Josh Allen. My only thing is, in the end, you know, you gave us everything for however many years. Wow, it's amazing how people, there's a lot of speculation about that now. So, so we're going to hear from the GOAT and why Mahomes had just a bit more of what he needed than Josh Allen. A bit more it. But what was it? What was it? That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. When he went no huddle, and they started to make plays. All the big games, but light on time? Let us catch you up. Definitely not fun ever playing against no huddle offense. Let's run the no huddle. Whether you huddle, whether you don't huddle, it still comes down to just the execution. Yeah, time for the no huddle on Keyshawn J. Willemax. We start with the no huddle. We start the no huddle, huddle properly with a game that basically went no huddle for the final seven minutes. The Chiefs and Bills went back and forth in the final game of the weekend with 25 combined points total in the final two minutes. Patrick Mahomes led the Chiefs on a game-tying TD drive after the Bills took a lead with 13 seconds left before leading a TD on the first drive of overtime for a 42-36 win. So what did Andy Reid tell Patrick Mahomes when things looked grim? Yeah, when it's grim, be the grim reaper and go get it. So he uh, he did that. He went, he, he uh, made everybody around him better, which he which he uh, is great at. And um, uh, and, you know, he just does it effortlessly. You know, the great thing about it, whenever you have a head coach on the sideline and I've had many of them at the end of games come up to the players and give them the confidence and let them know it's your time to shine. And when you think that it's all over and doomed, Josh Allen went down the field. He struck. We figured, oh, my God, this thing's over with. He got 13 seconds left on the clock. He goes right back down. He hits a couple big chunk plays, one to Tyreek Hill, another one to Kelsey. They trot out the field goal team. Boom, we're going to the OT. Yeah. That is when you know you got a lead dog at quarterback. By the way, I said I missed, I said game-tying touchdown. It was a game-tying field goal yeah, in, in right. regulation. Jay, up. Uh, just what is fast. it it's about? Hot. What yeah. is it about Patrick Mahomes? There's like Josh Allen is as good as you can. How do you get bigger, stronger, faster, better arm, more clutch? And yet Mahomes has some like extra dimension. 
Look, Josh Allen was spectacular last night. I'm not taking anything away from Josh Allen. It just so happens that Patrick Mahomes, a guy who has that je ne sais quoi, right, just yeah. had the ball down the stretch with 13 seconds left to go in the game. It just it's funny to me. It feels like yesterday, Key, that they were last in the AFC West. Everybody was talking, what's wrong? Told everyone. Red flag, what's wrong? You're not the same team. And here they are again in the AFC Championship. Yeah, that was that was like week six. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes has Tom Brady level calm under pressure in the big moment with Aaron Rodgers level ability and Brett Favre kind of draw the play up in the dirt, but without the turnovers. It's insane. He's a pretty the man, good quarterback. He is a pretty good quarterback. The man who made 28-3 famous by his comeback against the Falcons in Super Bowl 51 nearly made 27-3 a thing on Sunday at the age of 44. Tom Brady and the Bucks trailed the Rams 27-3. But Brady led an incredible comeback assisted by multiple Rams mistakes, of course, and tied the game at 27 with 42 seconds left. Okay, they're going to win, obviously, right? The Bucs, of course, they're going to win. No. Matthew Stafford made two more plays than Brady, and the Rams sent the seven-time Super Bowl champion, the defending, reigning and defending champ, into the offseason with a lot to ponder. Here's Brady being asked about his future following the 30-27 loss. I know a lot of people wondering how you would contemplate whether you'll come back or not. Um, I would have not put a lot of thought into it, so you know, we'll just take it day by day and see, kind of see where we're at. What do, you, what do you think of, about this, Key? Yeah, you know, I, I love Tom Brady, and I think he can continue to play. I think he can play based on what I see just looking at it another three to four years at a very, very high level. But I like the fact that guys like this can go out when they want to and not go out where it doesn't look good at the end of their career. It's okay to go out with an L to the Rams in a divisional round. You've done everything. You played in nine Super Bowls. I believe that number is correct. If not, maybe it's ten. You got seven of them. Ten. Because ten. he lost two to ten. Eli, one so to Foles. Yeah. You played in ten. You got seven of them, Jay. Ten what Super else? Bowls. What else is there for me to do? Yeah, but see, Key, I feel like you're thinking like a rational person, right? We're trying to put ourselves in the, in, in the shoes of Tom Brady. And like I said before, if the Rams get all the way to the Super Bowl and Tom's at home watching the team that he knows he could have beat get to the Super Bowl, that might spark something different here, in him. Here, guys, let's hear from Tom Brady. I know a lot of people wondering how you will contemplate whether you'll come back or not. I haven't put a lot of thought into it, so you know, we'll just take it day by day and see, kind of see where we're at. You, yeah, I mean, you take it day by day, you see where you're at, but you also got to evaluate the rest of the league and where the league is going. And I understand he was missing weapons in this particular game. It, you know, no Chris Godwin. Obviously, we know the Antonio Brown situation. No Ronald Jones. I, I, I get it, but there's teams in the NFC that are going to get better. There's teams in the AFC that are young and getting better. Do we want to do it? I mean, like, do you really want to do that again? I mean, once again, we're trying to think reasonably. We're trying to think reasonably. I think I, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm in a good situation now. I'm playing like that. I hear what Key is. Key, don't let the gridiron retire you. You be the decider. But, ah, that looks like there's a lot of gas left in well, that tank. Maybe two, three years from now he can go out like this again. <laughs> yeah, right. And, 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 right. Saying, yeah, you know? you're right. You're right. Maybe that's the case. On Saturday, Joe Burrow was sacked nine times. It still didn't matter. Ryan Tannehill and the Titans offense could not take advantage. And Tannehill threw three interceptions, including really? in the final minutes to set up a game-winning field goal from Bengals rookie kicker Evan McPherson. We all know about Burrow's confidence. But what about McPherson's? Okay, here is Joe Thorough on what his rookie kicker told him before the winning kick. 
And as he was going out to kick, he gave a little warm-up swing, and he said, ah, it looks like we're going to the AFC Championship right before he went out there to kick it. And when you have a kicker, I mean, we knew exactly what we had as soon as he walked into the building and camp, and we just saw how he carried himself. You know exactly how a kicker is going to perform when obviously everyone at this level can kick. Well, that's great. I, I love the confidence in the kicker. But, man, yeah, you put a lot thing. of pressure you put a lot of pressure <laughs> on yourself because if you would have just sliced that thing a little too far. But you know what? There's something about that that's loose in a way oh, that I fine. like. Yes. looks like, like it's cocky in just the right way. Oh, I love it. There's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. It, it. The rest of the team, Jay, Max, the rest of his teammates know his personality. They're there with him. It was big. It was big to see. I'm glad that he was able to make it. Through. Well, he, I mean, you can you can say something like that when the, the stats actually prove it. I mean, he it's like beyond 45 yard field goals. I mean, he's knocking things down like it's. I love that kicker. If I was on that team talking see, that we, talk. When we look at field goals and they're long like that, we we're like, oh man, we hope you make it. To them, that's like a chip shot. It's like a putt for a golfer. It's easy. That's why when kickers Whoa. miss, people get upset. Yeah, because it's e- that's your only damn job. Well, Robbie Gold knocked down another his only that's what damn I'm job too. Joe Burrow got up nine sacks. He had, it reminded me of Eli when he played the Niners in that one of those Super Bowl runs. Remember that Niners defense was crazy. They were on the road. He had turf coming out of his helmet, <laughs> turned sideways. Burrow would get up like it was nothing. Turf coming out of his helmet. This dude is tough. Yeah, he he wasn't ducking and chucking. That's for sure. Nah. So, all right, guys, this leads us to Aaron Rodgers, who lost to the 49ers in his first appearance in the playoffs this year at home to Jimmy G. Here is Aaron Rodgers. A lot of speculation. What would happen if they lost? He said all year, if they make the Super Bowl, he ain't going anywhere. They didn't win a playoff game. Is he going somewhere? Here's Aaron Rodgers on his legacy and future with the team. So it's going to be a tough – Tough decision, a lot of things to to weigh in the in the coming weeks. But man, just so much gratitude for this city and this organization, and in such a long long career here that I'm proud of, and and really thankful for all the men and women that work here, and the men I've gotten to cross paths with with uh, coaches and players over the years. You know, every time I listen to Aaron Rodgers talk, I get confused more and more about his decision making and what he potentially can do. It sounds like to me that he's giving them a slowly but surely goodbye without actually saying goodbye. And, you know, there's a lot of salary cap issues there. There's Devontae Adams. He's going to want to be the highest paid wide receiver in the National Football League. They got a $42, $43 million salary cap hit in Aaron Rodgers. So it's kind of what is it going to be in the end? If Aaron Rodgers was to walk out the door and look for grass greener on the other side, I wouldn't be mad at him, but just know Mike McCarthy won't be there with you. <laughs> you, had, you had to get that line. Yeah, it's Mike you? McCarthy's fault. Well, you Mike McCarthy spent so much time with him, he ruined him, Key. That's the next one. No, go ahead, Jay. What's up? Man, that's somebody that's pretty much just saying, I'm not going to be here. I mean, that's exactly what that tone was. That's exactly what he, he said. He gratitude to the fans gratitude of the city. Gratitude to the fans <laughs> and my long-term career here. You know, he, he, he's out. He's out. And uh, But the play, ultimately, watching Tom Brady get his team back in the game mm-hmm. and, and watching the performance that Aaron Rodgers has, it, it, it almost makes me feel like, you know, if we're saying Tom Brady's more like Michael Jordan, I'm like, oh, is Aaron Rodgers just like, is he like that T-Mac, right? That guy is so super talented. You want to see it translate into success, but he just 
can't get over that hump. The problem with this game, you mentioned Tom Brady and come from behind and blah, blah, blah. Aaron Rodgers led the Green Bay Packers on the first scoring drive. Outside of that, they put up three points. Yes. They did nothing. That's exactly my point. It's it's front running. It's the opposite of coming from behind to win. How about this, guys? I just had this thought. You know, I've always thought – I've always thought San Francisco was was like the sleeper that's going to grab Aaron Rodgers. He's from there. He wanted to be drafted there. I thought Trey Lance may be interested. The Packers. Listen, just imagine for a second. Nope. Imagine the scenario. The Niners say you take both our quarterbacks, have Jimmy G now, now and later, and Trey Lance, what we're doing. You can have them both. You can have a couple of first-round picks, the whole thing. Aaron Rodgers comes here. What if Jimmy G next year got farther in the playoffs with the Packers than Aaron Rodgers why with would the Niners? I, why, why would I want Aaron Rodgers and get rid of the guy that just beat Aaron That's Rodgers? That's what I'm saying, but I think because he's considered championship better. Championship game. I, th- I think Rodgers is considered better. I'm just saying. Jimmy G is – Jimmy G, Jimmy G played, wins. Jimmy G will possibly play in more Super Bowls <laughs> than Aaron Rodgers. This year, he could – if Jimmy G wins so the Super Bowl this year, which is not impossible – he will have gone to two and one one. That's more than Rodgers. Yeah, so why would I? I don't want that. I'm good. Oh, coach, we are joined now by the great Rex mm-hmm. Ryan, ladies and gentlemen, Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Good morning, coach. Good morning, guys. Talk about the best weekend oh. of the year. Without question, the best. And no, no offense to basketball, but oh, my goodness, the NFL. Oh, mm-hmm. it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, you guys don't even know there, there was a good title fight in boxing and a heavyweight UFC fight on top of it. I was in heaven this weekend, not to mention oh. basketball. Uh, Rex Ryan is giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Rex, where to begin this weekend? Oh. Well, you have to begin with the last game. Like every time I'm like, these are three amazing games. This one can't be as good. It, it's not going to live up to it. Oh my God! Mm. That might be one of the. It might be the best game I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, just from a fan okay. perspective, but they, they score what twenty two point twenty five points in the last two minutes. Impossible. This is a defensive guy saying De- that that def- that was the greatest game he's ever seen. Maybe I, I'm telling you. And look, there were so many mistakes in that game. We get it. But let's not take away from the game itself and those two guys playing quarterback because this is like crazy. I've seen some amazing quarterbacks. Key, I've seen. Yeah, them. this was different. This, this is different. Yeah. These are two young, amazing, talented guys, and in the National Football League for the next twenty years, man, you got the young cats, and these guys are amazing. Let me ask you something, Rex. You you, you think you're smart, right? As defense coordinator, I defense think I'm guy. decent. You think decent, you're smart? smart. You, you maybe put, the, one of the best of all time. You put a D in decent. What are you talking about? <laughs> Tell him, Rex. You, you will put your team in the right position at the I, end of I, games. I damn sure would. Okay. Yes. So why in the hell would Sean McDermott, yeah. Leslie Frazier go covered? Or, or I'm sorry, Spagnola go covered three on fourth and thirteen. In, in the red zone, why right. would you go cover three? Now, I have no idea. But there were so many mistakes. This Look, and that fails. I mean, that one right there might have been the best call that we saw compared to some of these other ones. How do you go cover zero with, with, uh, with uh, Tampa Bay? You know, how the hell do they go cover zero in, in that moment? All right, because you're going to prevent everything but a field goal right in that situation. How the hell you go cover zero? That's the that's pulled the old Greg Williams right there. Mm. And I mean, I, I I mean, some of these great coaches, Todd Bowles, he makes a huge mistake. Spagnuolo makes a huge mistake, and then Leslie Frazier makes a huge mistake. Yeah, I just I, I didn't get it. Then when you at the end of the game, 
I mean, uh, you you score. It's thirteen seconds left on the clock. You don't squib it. You kick it deep. Yeah, you have why to squib would you, it. Why would you do that? No, that, that that was that's what started the the snowball effect rolling downhill. First off, you squib it, Key, and we all know why we squib it, right? They have to field the ball, mm-hmm. even if they give themselves up. You're talking about three to four seconds, maybe five seconds off the clock. And and we saw how you got one why play it's now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you could play the defense they played, which clearly was for the last play of a game. Which, uh, by the way, hey uh, Leslie and guys, they have three they have three timeouts left. What in the heck are you doing? And, and so to me, it was. But it started by not squibbing it. I yeah. mean, that was crazy. It was a blunder. It mm. was. Rex, let's go to Tom Brady for a second. Have we seen his last game? Who I wouldn't be surprised. And, and look, let, let's face it. This man's done everything in the sport. Everything. The greatest of all time. And he, and he, I know he never won a Super Bowl, but he still almost goes out on top. He did lead the league in touchdown passes. He did lead the uh, league in, in yardage at his age, like 44 years old. He has nothing else to play. Won a playoff game. Won a playoff like, game. What else is there, Rex? What else? Yeah, there's nothing else. And here's the thing. Key, he leaves healthy. That's what I say. Why risk it? That's what I say. Why risk it? Nowadays, is a quarterback really risking it, Rex? Nowadays. I'm telling you. Well, Max, you you do get beat up. Of course. Ask Joe Burrow. It doesn't feel good. That's what I said to these guys. I'm like, Tom's done everything. Yep. The NFC, for whatever it's worth, they're going to get better. The AFC is going to get better. But, There's nothing left to do. But, Rex, didn't we have this same conversation last year after they won the Super Bowl? Yeah. Go out on top, ride off into the sunset on the white horse. <laughs> you know, he's getting – it feels like every year, like, you want to leave the game healthy. And this dude comes back and is like, no, this you know is what's who I nuts, am. though? If, if Stafford doesn't make that play – we're they're probably the Bucks. Like, let's say they win it over. The Bucks are moving on. We're not asking that question. They're on to the next round. Well, they're on to the next one. But I think we will ask it because here's what's happened. They they got 22 starters to come back. We're going to run it back. All right. They can't do that next year. All right. The salary cap That's and all what that. I'm saying. They can't do it. So why you're not going to have the same talent? Hmm. He's going to end up with talent he's got now, where you got no Godwin, you got no you know Brown or whatever. So to me. I, I just don't think he, you know, this guy's such a winner. He's got nothing else to prove. Why not walk away from it? He's got he's got everything going healthy, and he doesn't need to prove anything. And and to me, what a, I mean, what a historic run. And and if he decides to come back, okay, I wouldn't be shocked just because that tells you that he's a, that he's addicted to playing this game. Yeah, yeah. But there's more to life than that. I think he realizes that. You're too. talking about quarterbacks riding off into the sunset and making uniform changes and things. Did we see Aaron Rodgers for the last time in a Packer uniform? Uh, I definitely believe that. I definitely think so. Key, and he, he wouldn't have gone through all the trouble he went through in the offseason and, and everything else, all that talk. And now he's like, they're $40 million over the cap. Mm. Yeah. All right, so now what are you going to do? You're going to pay Aaron Rodgers? That means Devontae Adams walks out the door, you know, or whatever, half your team walks out the door. And I will say this, though. Oh, isn't it poetic justice that – at, at the end here, the drafting of, of the Jordan love, love broker, yeah. Jordan, love, Jordan Love, all right? And when you are coming off a championship game and you're going to decide to build for the future, what? No, build for the now, okay? The future is a whole string of nows anyway. Mm. But to me, you go for it right away. And when they didn't do it, all right, they sent a message to Aaron Rodgers. They sent a message to everybody. 
that, oh, no, eventually there's a rebuild after Aaron Rodgers. And to me, that's going to start next year when Aaron goes trotting out the door, going to somebody else. Do you think he'll ever win another Super Bowl? No. Because here's especially everybody is pointing to the fact that he's going to go to Denver, right? Like, uh-huh. okay, that's that's the, the place he's going. Yeah, well, you're going to be the third quarterback in that division. Wait, right now, two? Oh, Joe. Joe uh, uh, with Herbert. Herbert. And, so, and, Carr ain't uh, bad either. <laughs> no, Carr ain't bad either. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, nothing's given. That's, that's a good football team. Denver's a great football team. However, you saw Patrick Mahomes. He's <laughs> this dude's in rare mm. air. Right now, look, if Aaron Rodgers was 10 years ago, okay. But he ain't. All right? Here's what Aaron Rodgers needs. He needs protection. Number one quarterback in the league when his offensive line wins. All right? 31 touchdowns, one interception. When one guy doesn't win in pass protection, he had the 26 quarterback rating uh, rating in the national. Unlike Football a guy league. you made, Justin Herbert, yeah. best under pressure in the league, basically two years in a row. Right, like when when, when no one's blocking for him, he's finding guys. Rex, Absolutely. If, if you were, and I know they're going to the NFC Championship game, but if you were Kyle Shanahan, would you would you look at the opportunity if you had to get Aaron Rodgers? Would you go for it? Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I heard Key, what Key said before. Why would I want a guy that just got beat by a guy? But I, I think, no, I think their future, that they've already, they're going to see what they got in this Trey Lance or Garoppolo continues. I don't think they're going to. I'm asking what you would do, Rex. What I, I would do, what I would they go would for do. it. I wonder Why? what you would do. And here's what I would do. I would go for it because I could care less about the future. I want to win right now. And to me, I'm like, if he gave me the best chance, he he would want to go there. He would want to go there. I think he would give you a better chance than Garoppolo. I know what I know what Key thinks, but to me, I think Aaron Rodgers would give you a better chance. No, I, I like Aaron Rodgers, right. and I take Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right. I'm just saying that it's a lot to do with that. Do your mind change now in your thought process on Matthew Stafford now that he's got the Rams in the NFC Championship hey, game? Is that different for you now? Absolutely. And I'll tell you why, Key. I really had questions so. about him. I had questions about him. Anytime a guy doesn't win a playoff game, all right, and, and you've got 12 years of your career and mm-hmm. had not won a playoff game, that's a concern to me. But what he's doing, and, and in the biggest moment, mm. oh, my after, goodness. After, of course, the Bucs are going to win that game. Here comes Tom Brady, of course, to do it in that, that moment man. when you've never won in the playoffs, when all the chips are in the middle of the table because you need to win a Super Bowl now, and you make that throw? But here's I've seen the thing, what I Mac, needed to see. The one thing I'm going to say nope. on this, when they went to AJM, a cover ESPN zero like radio, that, no quarterback was better. Thanks, Rex. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.